back to the beast game podcast and we're going to be talking about ant-man again so ant-man quantum mania ant-man and the wasp quantum verse of madness quantum mania is running wild keith how do you feel about ant-man quantum mania i'm going to forget about 90 percent of the movie and probably another week it was entertaining and forgettable. Never thought I would say that about a Marvel. Mike and I have described is just that the Marvel formula at this point is very old and tired. They got away with it kind of late 2019 into the phase four stuff. And then it's like, now it's just in full effect. It is full. <sighs> we just want your money. We don't really focus too much on the story. Like we do. We act like we do. We hear you. But we don't care what you're saying. I don't think this does follow the Marvel formula. What they've started to pivot to is comedy. Replacing the characters that you know with an ensemble cast to basically push the equivalent character in the future for whatever else they have planned. And that's what the Marvel formula is currently. Go ahead this latest crop. I understand that. What I'm talking about is that post Endgame, it's fallen into this, these movies are basically backdoor pilots almost. Yeah. For new characters. I think that was the original script to push the Blade Daughter or something. Yeah, that wouldn't work at all. But the whole movie was instantly forgettable. I mean, I started drifting off, dozing off to go to sleep in, in that movie at one point when they were like walking through the desert. And I got to say, 90% of the film was in front of a green screen. And you know me, normally I don't give a crap. Like, I love the prequels. So mm. I don't care about the green screen thing. But this was like, oh my God. Well, like, that Disney surround technology is starting to get a little tiresome. Right now, it's kind of like when CG first started and it was kind of ticking you out of the movie. Mm-hmm. it's starting to be the same with that surround technology. And they use it in pretty much everything now because it's the technology's there. Unreal Engine is mature enough to, hey, we just get a whole bunch of CG artists to design the world. I mean, people were making those comparisons to Spy Kids, and that's what it really feels like. Yes, that's exactly what this felt like. I liked Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. He's always been solid. Just was not as fun and fresh as especially the first Ant-Man film. Those Marvel movies, they were broken up into different things. You had Captain America, the Winter Soldier, was a spy film. The Captain America, the first Avenger, was a war film. It was like one of those World War II war films. Mm-hmm. It was sub-genres that they placed into, with comic book characters. Like, this was Star Wars, some other stuff, but it basically starred the wrong person for the most part. And I don't know what the heck they were thinking about doing with Kang the Conqueror, but I, I, mean, I, I don't they know. Really, like, I don't know. They're I really know. doing the character a disservice. They're placing him in different things. So, I mean, the build up to Thanos was linear. And this build up to Kang is a little too dynamic in order to be considered a threat because you're already defeating him in one movie 
that did change. not occur to Thanos. So it's like, let's say if Thor chopped off Thanos' head in Thor the Dark World. Well, Thanos is not a threat any longer. That'd be dumb. I was getting this really weird thought. I had this real weird thought, and I was like, please, God, don't let this be true. But basically, the thought popped up in my head when I saw MODOK. And that they made Modoc Darren for the first movie. I'm like, Ugh. I wonder if they're gonna try and do some stupid shit where they have Kang become Galactus or something like that. So be responsible for that. I I hope that guy didn't do something like dumb like that. I mean, I I'm just heard anything like that. But I had sent over, and I'll find it again if you want me to send it to you. I had sent over a video about a guy who kind of explained the whole ending of the movie. I'm not too familiar with Kang, and after I watched that. At least the ending made a lot more sense to me because it explained who all the different Kangs were and kind of what they were in the comics and kind of where things might head. So mm -hmm. you kind of start to see the bigger picture where, okay, this may not be the best example or the best way they could have gone about it, but if it plays out the way it did in the books and all that, by the time we get to Kang Dynasty, we should be good to go. Sitting there trying to figure out who half of these dudes were, the whole arena full of Kangs, I'm like, what the fuck is really supposed yeah. to be? Yeah. But when dudes started explaining that he had all broke down from the three that they showed, the main three, the mm -hmm. Kang that supposedly died, the Frederick Douglass looking one, the Loki post credit, he had all of them broken down and where each one kind of played. And he was talking about different scenarios that may happen. And I was like, okay, now I can kind of see where it might get better. Because it sounds like Kang's okay. going to showing up in everything, building up the Kang dynasty, because he's everywhere all the time. Because okay. all the experiences and stuff. So I'll send all you right. a link to so, yeah, right. if he's going to be showing up in everything, that means that he might be showing up at Marvels. I'm that a, would be a bad idea. Like Jonathan Majors, I'm a fan of his work. Uh, Lovecraft Country sucked, but still think he's a fine actor. Devotion was good. And uh, he was um, also in Hostiles. Like, that was the first time I really took notice of him. That was that. Yeah, I, I, I will not be watching Marvels unless, like, one of you tell me that that movie is a must watch. I will be skipping Marvels, like, I altogether. Marvels. For me, everything right now falls into still back on the JPEG thing. Captain America started shooting this week. That's going to be kind of the barometer on was it just JPEG interfering or does Marvel have a larger problem? Because Iger's back, and since he came back, suddenly everything seems to be Deadpool's going to be rated R. Almost like things switched to get back on track to how you kind of thought it was going to be before. Yeah, and they're also trying to scale back on some of the TV stuff as well. You know, I don't know. Feige's going after the president of the Disney job. So I don't know if that's affecting things as well. Um, because if he's going to oversee everything Disney, I don't know how that's going to vote for Marvel. But like I said before, he said he's got everything planned out for the next 10 years. So I guess you feel like he can go do that. And they already got the roadmap to do whatever they need to do. But that's a whole other conversation. My thoughts on Ant-Man was like, it was, was entertaining. While As I was watching it, I laughed. I enjoyed Paul Rudd's character, the way he's moving. I thought that his daughter, she actually grew on me. The fact that she was fucking up so badly, making obvious mistakes, and just she was just nowhere near as polished and smooth as her father was. That was like, okay, you know, there's room for growth in that character, and I wouldn't mind seeing her pop up again. Michael Douglas kind of popping up and doing his thing. He's getting up there. It looked like he was having a little difficulty walking around. Yeah, because I think they team. just basically had him just sit down and pilot the ship. It's Michael Douglas, so I'm going to give him this do can do whatever. As long as he wants to do it, um, as long as he can do it, I'll check him out.
uh, what's that word, Evangeline Lilly? Like, I'm, eh, her as well. She was all right, I guess. I mean, I mean she, she was, didn't really serve a purpose. Which she has some scenes. She was pretty badass in them. But other than that, it was just like, eh. At one point, they bring out the movie because of the whole coronavirus, her. I mean, which saying. now, kind of in hindsight, a lot of stuff with the Evangeline Lilly was more the internet fervor. Right. Coming after anything that didn't side with the, the populace. So, mm-hmm. pretty much, what I watch again, um, it still rates higher than a couple of other Marvel films. But definitely um, Black Widow. I would put it maybe at Black Widow. Yeah, well, you are. Ooh, ooh, I would maybe put it at oh. Black Widow level. Uh, I mean, I, now, but I, keep in mind, I, Black I, Widow is not my work. The worst. I, I would put this Iron Man three level. Black Widow is below Iron Man three. I will say See, that. You keep in mind that I like Iron Man 3, so... I don't uh, care. The pit. I don't care. If I'm saying it's at Iron Man 3 level, that's definitely not a rewatch. If I see it come on TV, I will be flipping the station. Maybe... I mean, Thor Black Dark World Man. is below Iron Man 3. No, Thor I'd watch Thor Dark World. Iron Man 2, I'm not a fan of. I'll yeah, that, that's another movie. Um, the first Doctor Strange film, this... Is maybe I would say Doctor Strange, yeah, Doctor Strange in this movie is definitely better than the second movie, the second Ant Man movie. I despise that movie, not need to exist. He was entertaining as well, but uh, see, I like the three three wombats, like, I love those dudes. That shit was funny to me, yeah, and that's what was was missing from this because they were kind of the heart and soul, at least the first movie, have had them be involved in this but yeah. again what they did was kind of shoehorn the daughter to have her be the ant-man replacement everybody gets a power now everybody gets the same power as somebody that they are interacting with which well is ant-man's new. daughter does kind of take i don't care like it, part of the young avengers again so. as i was talking to matt the other day it's like all this stuff doesn't matter any longer because they're breaking a lot of the traditions in what was in the comic books. I can understand that. At a certain point, it's just Disney's agenda then trying to be justified as, well, this was in the comic book. Like, no, but the execution of it is where the problem lies. You know what? I would probably rank this movie below Ant-Man 2's level. Now that I think about it, because you don't know what irked me about this. One warrior chick the one with the midriff. I don't even know her name. She was the one with the staff and leading the freedom fighters and stuff. She had more scenes than the Wasp and Michelle Pfeiffer. Who is this chick and why do I care? Like, it kept doing too much stuff like that. And well, it didn't, this movie did not need to be well, two hours and 14 minutes it, long. Either. It's kind of like the same problems that appear in the Star Wars movies where they start to try to break out into all these secondary characters that you don't need to care about. You don't need to care about them. The movie also didn't need to be two hours and 14 minutes either. That's another problem I had with it. It was too damn long. I mean, again, granted, I did those off point. And then itself should, like, mark it down. So I'm going to rate this probably as the lowest. All right, so what score Marvel is film. Maybe I would give it a five. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll give it a five. All right. Uh, there's some stuff down there in that Thor the Dark World. I like Thor the Dark World. It's good. Yo. Know, you just like all the bad movies. That's basically what it is. I, I, I'm not a fan of the Ant-Man movie. Again, at the very bottom, it has to be Black Widow. 
at the very bottom of that has to be Black Widow. Black Widow was uh, that was a little rough. Scarlett Johansson and she was doing good, and, and I like Black Widow character. I think that's the problem is that I like the character, did the character right, but uh, again, uh, to your point, there were problems with that movie. There was a point in time where I had absolute one hundred percent faith, and every movie Marvel put out was gold in some form or fashion. Worst was still the industry's best. Eventually, you just start making mediocre movies. <laughs> well, they have not descended to the DCU's level, so they've got. That. Well, I mean, well, nothing can compare to Wonder Woman '84. Like, I would probably uh, watch Suicide Squad. Wonder Woman '84 and Suicide Squad on the same level, but I would probably watch Black Widow before I watch. I could not watch Mike Wonder, Wonder Woman 84 or Black Widow. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to say I've already seen Wonder Woman 84 more than Black Widow because I Oof. sat through it. I was quite struggled, but I mean, I did. So. Ouch. <laughs> enough of these game podcasts right now. That's enough about that, man. Anytime Mike says Wonder Woman 84 might be like, might be an option. Ooh, okay. 